started this concept for a Korean-Spanish restaurant, fusion restaurant, come about? It's very simple because uh, well, she's Bini is a Korean and me is a Spanish guy, so um, both came from a big food uh, culture like Spain and, and Korea, and so we we thought about uh, yeah we make let's make authentic let's make Korean food and uh, uh, Spanish food. So. so is there a lot of similarities between the food cultures of Korea and Spain? Yeah, really many things. Um, Korean love to eat seafood, first of all, in yes. Spain also. And then we love to eat garlic, chili powder, chili. The most similar thing is this small tapas, like we say panchan. We eat it uh, with rice instead of bread. That's the small difference about the many th same things. Yes, of course. Well, Spain has also a big rice culture. It's yeah. not only uh, about bread. Yeah, the Spanish people, Spanish uh, seamen, bring the chili into to, to Asia. Both culture, for example, eats a lot of vegetables, which uh, people don't know, or a lot of tourists don't know, that uh, most of, of uh, food in Spain is like uh, uh, vegetables and not only uh, meat and, and, and fish or like this. No? And uh, so it's like for Koreans too, about uh, 60 or 70 percent of their food is like uh, eating vegetables and, and rice. And uh, yeah, that's what we try to find out. No? What are the basics of both uh, cultures, food cultures? So did you invent this menu from the ground up? T tell us a little bit about what's on it, the interesting dishes on it, and, and how you came to develop this particular menu. We tried to um, first to, to take the, the basics from, from one country and uh, apply a, a technique maybe from another country. It's like about fermentation. We take like, uh, well, like fennel or like a bell pepper from Spain and uh, add the uh, technique of fermentation from Korea. This is one basic. Another basic is like you take an uh, um, Korean product like um, the nori flakes and makes uh, small Spanish pancakes of it. So um, what becomes on top, it's like uh, you need a, a whole like uh, the umami effect. So you combine uh, some acid and some, uh, some carbo and some, some sugars to, uh, to a right small but, but perfectly tasting uh, meal. That's it. We, we cooked a lot at home together. <laughs> and I made some um, food from Korea with my mom's recipe. Jose just tasted it. And then he asked me some interesting questions. I answer very simple. And then Jose uh, disappeared sometimes and then <laughs> make some food based on my mom's recipe, and I just test it, I say, wow. <laughs> um, for example, kimchi pancake with a smelting manchego. Yeah. <laughs> kimchi pancake, this is really my mom's recipe. This is very simple, very basic uh, street food. And I think Jose has had some um, 
library <laughs> of tasty in in brain and then he combined it he tasted my mom's recipe and then he he can imagine wow it will be matched with a manchego cheese <laughs> and then it matched it works and your customers obviously you've been open four years you're building you have a good reputation you have you're in the michelin guide so someone's taking notice how do your customers react to these kinds of flavor and cultural cuisine combinations well they're always very uh, interested because um about three four years running there was guests from the very beginning coming and coming and coming and they find always that it's it's quite uh, interesting to to taste our food and uh, well it's also because it's about fresh cooking this is why we are in the michelin guide now there is no microwave there is no fridge uh, there is no uh, froster so uh, yeah everything is handcrafted and uh, this is what what brings the, the taste really out you know um in the first year and second years was really difficult because they looking at our menu in an outside and then reading 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 <laughs> and um, go away and come back and reading reading <laughs> i think it's just three or four times they reading i didn't think about it <laughs> yes. So you're looking through the window and go, he's come back again. Yes, yes. And we, saw like this, we saw that, we saw that. And see, uh, four times, he's coming. Okay, he's coming. coming. <laughs> yeah. And then um, if somebody come and taste it, and then come again. But it's the first step in inside to Kochukar was really difficult. Now, one of the other very interesting and exciting things you combine is music yeah. with food. It's not just two very interesting Asian culture, European culture together. It's music and food. And you provide music and food degustation dinners. I've never heard that in my life. So please tell me a little bit about how that came about because I know you are a soprano, Binley. Um, I know exactly that evening... Um, one of our guests had uh, a event or, or he celebrated their, their marriage and then he asked me, could you please sing something? Today is a very special day and I sung. And they they loved they loved it, and then they told me, "Why did you make it some singing and f food?" And we thought about it's not foolish. <laughs> that idea is good, but how 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 can do it? It it was very important for me. I don't like sing between the food. I don't want to like city player i singing and somebody eat it and make it like noise and and we thought okay you make it at four courses menu and in between that menu i sing <laughs> 
and we um, thought about name of this event and we love this uh, event the name we say sing sing mal in german say if somebody want to let somebody sing and they say sing mal was sing mal that means singing let's sing. yeah, yeah let's sing yes let's sing. and we we put it the h in between the m a l mm-hmm. and it means mal means is meal this is sing meal yeah, yeah. <laughs> and have the reactions been good to this event that you've run this zingmal event the first event was like uh, every guest i introduced this thing and then the second time was already full yeah mm-hmm. yeah and then and the, i think it is august 2012 i think it's three minutes um, broadcast television and then we were uh, out of booking until uh, december that that's amazing but i can see why because it's such a unique idea and the germans do love their opera too can i just quickly ask you so you're a trained soprano and you've run, you've sung with deutsche opera is that right yes i studied here in in berlin and munich and then after that uh, six year, years i was in north germany as a fest ensemble and then after that i i'm free freelancer and then 2012 after that this restaurant opened <laughs> uh, i was in under stage in the deutsche popelin this is crazy <laughs> so well <laughs> singing and working. singing working together so you haven't had to give up your passion to run a restaurant which often happens because they just take completely take over your life so you've been able to continue that and you also sing at charity events is that right this afternoon i'm going to go and record you at a hospital <laughs> um it is it is not only benefit i uh, i get money <laughs> i earn money but um i i get it much more than i give the people loved um uh, to go to concert but they couldn't and they are two years or three years only in the hospital or so I, the, these these are older people who have maybe dementia or, or very or severe yeah or the very old they can't get out yes. so you go and you sing to them yes what's her voice like wow <laughs> beautiful Yeah, she has a beautiful voice. Yes. I'm in love with. <laughs> yeah. You're in love with her and her voice. <laughs> both, both of course. Yes. Yeah. It's a creative space, isn't it? Yeah. That's why it's not so difficult. Kochukaru is at home and um, my husband cooking. I'm I'm here and then my guest coming and I'm happy about it. <laughs> and singing too. Yeah. yeah.